Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. What's going on here? The weekend. The weekend. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Friday. Friday, 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 Friday. Now, from the Bob and Sherry studios on this Friday, it's Bob and Sherry. I, I cannot believe that we're already just a couple of days away from Valentine's Day. I feel like it was Halloween like a minute ago. But we've got some uh, we've got some stuff I have to remind you about. Today is our last day for Fill the Fridge. So if you know a family that could use a little bit of help with the grocery bills right now, nominate them at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. We're going to keep everything private, um, everything anonymous, because it's nobody's business what's going on. But sometimes we're, you know, we're all just a catastrophe away from needing a hand, right? And sometimes just need a little bit of help. Our friends at HelloFresh kicked in a gift card for 112 bucks. We've got some uh, money on a Visa card, another 100 bucks to help you with your groceries at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Um, People's Movie Critic is coming up in an hour, and today he is reviewing the very scary new M. Night Shyamalan movie, A Knock at the Cabin. So I'm super, super looking forward to that. Now, Bob. Have you already made all your Valentine's Day plans? Yes, Bob. Have Have I made made Valentine's Day plans? Yes, I have. Have you made it all out? Yes, I have. Is it a surprise? What are you doing this year? Are you going to do something a little Um, different? It's a little bit of a surprise. I, uh, you know, it's, it's Valentine's day and then two days later it's her birthday. So it's one of those deals. It's like having somebody, you know, have a birthday on December 25th, you know, so you got to be on your toes. So for Valentine's, we are going to visit my grandchildren and stay overnight in a Hampton Inn and uh, go out to dinner. So we'll see the kids during the daytime and then we will, uh, you know, have some time together and uh, a nice romantic dinner out in uh, Charleston, as a matter of fact. So that's that's her Valentine's Day gift. I cannot announce her uh, birthday gift on the air because it's Cause a her surprise. Friends, her friends will call, but she's going to be very surprised. And there's a lot involved with this birthday gift. It's got to be assembled. And of course, um, that's not my strong suit. So I've already arranged for someone to help me with the assembly and to hide the gift until her birthday. So the answer to you is yes, I am on it. You are on on it. You are on top of it. Yeah, yeah. You know who's not going to have like maybe the best Valentine's Day ever this year? It's Leonardo DiCaprio. And you know, it's none of my business. Um what 48-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio does. But if that was my 19-year-old daughter, I'd have an issue with him dating her. She's younger than than the movie Titanic. <laughs> okay, just for starters. Wow. Is she an actress? I, or, is, you know, as they used to say, a starlet, an actress wannabe, a model? A, I think she's a model. I mean, she's she is gorgeous. She's probably a model. Um, Bob, she's Karamia's age. So mm-hmm. for a little bit of perspective. So I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking of, you know, Karamia calling me, hey, mom, hey, bestie. So I'm seeing someone and um, 
I, I want you to know before it hits the papers, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. I would have some sort of a conniption fit. I think 48 is too old for 19. Uh, yeah. And my wife is, uh, is younger than I am, but she is an old soul too. And we connected, um, despite, you know, a little bit you of an both age grown difference, but uh, she, she was, was not a teenager. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was not a teenager. Yeah. Um, just based, I mean, I think he's, he's a, a great talent I think he's uh, a terrific actor. Um, I would have some problems with that, but maybe some parents who are stage door parents, they've, they've been watching her, you know, in plays in school, all she's ever wanted was to be in show business. And all of a sudden, you know, she's with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's, it's troubling because he doesn't stay with a woman very long seemingly that is just and i'm not busting on him he's not one of these guys that gets married and then immediately starts having an affair with uh, the latest um actress that's opposite him in a movie i think that's worth worse you know i mean he's he's true to himself and i think everybody knows this guy's a player this guy you know just wants to be a bachelor with beautiful women around him and it's so just, if you, uh, if, if you step into that world, that's what, do you what you're going to be doing. Yeah. What do you have in common? Hey, 19, oh, it's true. With a 48, like, right. come on. I, it's, and they're getting younger and younger. Like you'll remember when he broke up with his last girlfriend, Cam, model Camilla Maroney, I think her name is the internet went wild with, you know, <laughs> once you hit 25, Leonardo DiCaprio moves on. I mean, they're just like, Hide Ada, Leonardo DiCaprio's coming. <laughs> Let her have her Play-Doh, put her in the guest room. Like there, there are so many things unseemly. that that he can't relate that is probably meaningful to her, and things that she doesn't understand that um, are a part of his past. Possibly that song "Hey Nineteen, uh, that was out in the seventies, is all about dating a nineteen-year-old girl, and you're a guy. Uh, 40 years old or whatever the guy was in the song, you know, and the famous lyric is she don't know who the queen of soul is. There, there are just reference points. You, you don't get them all when you're, when you're in a couple, because maybe you have differences in, in music or whatever, but you get a lot of them. I just don't know. You're dating I don't someone. Know what to say to a 19 year old. You're dating someone, Leo, that cannot legally order a drink. And cannot right. rent a car. You're dating <laughs> you somebody whose high school education was interrupted by COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're dating. And my, you know, like I spend a lot of time with girls this age because I have, I have them and their friends are always here. And I, I'm just here to tell you, Bestie Leo, you, you do not have anything in common with these girls. You really don't. Well, he's got one thing in common. And I think that's the driving force. I mean, what can you say? His, they both share his ego and his inability to face his mortality. Wow. What are the odds? Maybe it's love. All right, coming up, we're going to check in with the stars and our astrologer, Charlie King, people's movie critic with A Knock at the Cabin, so scary. Legendary comic Kathy Ladman on the show today. It's Bob and Sherry. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandsherry.com.
Our goddess and guide to the stars, Charlie, is getting over some strep throat, which is going around. One of my kids is sick with that right now. But we want to touch base and see what the stars have in store for the week ahead. Hey, girl, how you doing? Glad you guys are managing to stay away from these sickness bugs. Well, when we see a sick person coming, we spray them with Clorox and run. So it, <laughs> we don't have as many friends or as many problems with yeah. the germs as we once did. But we did. feel good. Yeah. yeah. We feel great. So what's the week ahead? Well, the week ahead is going to get a little bit weird. We obviously have Valentine's Day coming up and Mercury, the planet of communication, is moving into oddball sign Aquarius a few days before that. So everything is just going to be weirder than usual. Um, I like that. It's time to kind of let your freak flag fly. But for an Aries, this is going to be a difficult to have conversation with a friend. Um, whereas a Taurus is going to have like a some unexpected feedback, you know, so we're still getting that weird communication aspect there. The air signs, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, you guys are going to be really mentally buzzed, thinking about maybe education, uh, self-development, or this radical self-care, no matter what anybody else thinks. Unlike a, a Pisces, who might feel like the mental buzz is exhaustion. So if you know a Pisces, just remember their brain is screaming at them, please, no more, stop thinking, can we just take a break? So let them be less talkative for now. Mm-hmm. The... <laughs> the talkative sign that we get a Sagittarius who would just come out and say anything as they see. I like the sign. I call them the crazy genius. Um, for now, they need some rest and relaxation from that crazy genius. So the pressures of daily life and work and maybe even sleep would be a struggle. So, you know, an extra glass of wine at night is not against the rules for a Sagittarius right now. Um, or, Leo. Or, or, a vi- or a Virgo. Or a Virgo. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, a, a Virgo, Virgos have more choice. Virgo can choose a Manhattan, a red wine, or, you know, a kombucha if they're on their health kick. Because, you know, we like or, the Virgos. Why not all? Why not all yeah. of them? It's a long night. Exactly. Yeah. Um, our Leos are going to be... I mean, everything about a Leo is coming up to do with a relationship right now so there's like a question on the tip of their tongue that they might be anxious to ask someone and this week is the right week to do that if you are a leo um cancer and capricorn these are like sister signs they're complementary signs actually and their motto right now is money talks so capricorns you always work ruthlessly towards a goal but you actually may see some financial avenues materialize this week and you're indisposable in your work, so please don't sweat it if you're trying to kind of balance everything. You really are, you know, everything in your work realm right now. So enjoy that. Take that kind of accolade and that award for yourself. Oh, yeah. Um, and Virgos. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Virgos, the organizational masters, the practical, sensible ones of the sign. You know, they're going to be the idols of the Zodiac this week. Life is going to get super, super busy for a Virgo. Daily activities are just going to be off off the charts, you know. Yeah. And this is both yeah. work, work and home. But this is going to yeah. parallel an increased flow of money in and out. And um, Excellent. How else do I put this? Like uh, an increased libido? So, I mean, it's a really, really? good week for a Virgo. So, Bob, yes. you're kind of... <laughs> and and did you hear, Sherry? Making- He's making it My organizational it rain. skills. Oh, my yeah. organizational <laughs> skills coming through. Yes. <laughs> and here's, my libido. Here's, <laughs> here's what I heard. Here's what I heard. Money coming in, but also money going out. And those Virgo organizational skills are probably going to be tapped for the money part that's going out. So you skipped <laughs> over ig- that. Ig- ig- ignore uh, this jealous person and let's continue. <laughs> 
we'll just uh, uh, Virgo needs to be prepared this week because everybody's going to be picking your brain and asking asking a lot more of you than they already do because you're coming up smart yeah. to other people right now. So yeah. you know, be be prepared with that red wine at the end of the day. Yeah. All right, that's am. a pretty yeah. that's a pretty yeah. promising week. And next week it is officially fully Love Week and Love Month, and we're going to have no doubt some exciting romance news from Charlie too. We'll get this all posted up at bobandsherry.com and on our Facebook. Charlie, feel better. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye, bye. Morons in the News is brought to you by Febreze Car. Breathe happy. Febreze Car. We never seem to run out. You're both morons. Morons in the news with Bob and Sherry. Palm Coast, Florida. Florida man has been arrested. Deputies responded to a break-in at a gas station in the middle of the night after its alarm went off. The gas station owner reviewed surveillance video, which showed a man entering the store from the back and taking multiple items and then unlocking the front door and leaving. So how did they find this guy? His name is Kurtz, and they found him because he left his debit card right there on the counter. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, if he broke in and stole stuff and then broke out, why did he leave that? Well... He was interrogated and he said, oh, I plan to come back and pay for that stuff later on when they were open, but I really needed it right now. So I broke in through the back and I just thought I'd leave my credit card there so, you know, I would know where it is and I could go and pay for it. You know what would be the best thing ever is if that were the absolute God's truth and he's just an idiot. I know. You should. He's not a thief, you know. Yeah. He's just an yeah. idiot. He just he just needed to have, you know, some beef jerky and some uh, Coca-Colas uh, right away, and he uh, couldn't wait. His mugshot is amazing. You know, in Florida now, in mugshots, they put a black apron sort of thing like you would get at a uh, hair salon or a barber shop around you so you don't see their clothes, so it's neutral. He has uh, bright red hair, a little pink face, and a smile with ears that pop out, and a smile that just went, no, you got me. Oh, there I go. Oh, there I go. How many times my <laughs> wife has said, Dan, your Slim Jim and Coca-Cola habits going to get you in trouble one of these days. <laughs> yeah, sure right, enough, exactly. there it did. Hey, I am upset with the state of Florida for that mugshot thing, because one of the great joys of a Florida mugshot were the T-shirts these folks You're would right. be wearing. You're right. You know? Yeah. Um, like the guy, I remember we had one that got busted with a garbage bag full of marijuana and was wearing a T-shirt that said "Got Weed" instead of "Got Milk." Exactly. And, and there's another <laughs> another one who uh, like uh, set fire to a building, and his T-shirt said "No Fear." Can you imagine you know, showing up yeah. in front of a judge for arson and you've got a T-shirt that says "No Fear"? I just I hate that they've taken that from us. All right, today's moron of the day goes out to every parent, every daycare worker, every preschool teacher, everyone that deals with toddlers, because toddlers are completely out of their minds. This happened in Lewistown, Pennsylvania. Um, Erin Mexel had to call 911 after her two-year-old daughter, Quinley, got her head stuck in an angel food cake pan that she'd been playing with. <laughs> so the pictures are priceless. So if, you, if you're if you not a baker, let me explain how an angel food cake pan works. It's two pieces 
the biggest yeah. piece is a is a metal a metal cylinder that forms the outside of the cake and then the bottom of the pan comes out so you can lift the cake out so there's just enough of an opening in an angel food cake pan for a small human head and mm -hmm. Quinley got it in there and they couldn't get it out mm. um, her mom said she was a real trooper though she just kind of wore the cake pan around her shoulders like a shawl um, and was able to eat and drink until the firefighters got there Firefighters used tin snips to cut the pan into pieces, which allowed them to safely get Quinley's head out. She's fine. Mom is fine. And her mom said, this kind of thing runs in the family. When I was her age, I got my legs stuck in a chair. There you go. You're right. It's genetic. It's genetic. That's the right attitude, Mom. Oh, what a, know, you know, taking the pressure off of the that. youngster. That's great. I do, That's great. I do not know. Why toddler brains work the way they do, but I have one very clear memory from my own childhood. My mom was in the kitchen making dinner. My dad was off on his, uh, he worked for the Philadelphia Gas Company then. He was off doing a shift work thing. My brothers were playing in another room. And my mom had let me play with one of her fancy necklaces. It was made of all these wooden beads. And I managed to break the necklace. And then since it was broken, my childish mind thought, let's see what happens if these beads are in my nose. Yeah. Right. I and I remember, with that I actually yeah. remember, I can't tell you why I thought it was a good idea, but I remember putting the beads in my nose. And boy, do I remember my mother getting the beads out of my nose because that was freaking miserable. I bet. So there's, yeah. just, there's just something about kid brains. What are you going to do? We'll get right. this posted up on the Bob and Cherry Facebook. We got the People's Movie Critic warming up for his review of A Knock at the Cabin. Com comic legend Kathy Ladman coming on the show. The Bob and Cherry box office with stuff that people are just refusing to buy now because the prices have gone so high. And a whole bunch more for your Friday. It's Bob and Cherry. Bob and Cherry Books, Swag, and the Mother of All Mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandcherry.com. All those big televised award shows, whether it's the Grammys, the Oscars, People's Choice, whatever, they use something called seat fillers. These are people that get hired and paid pretty well to jump into an empty seat vacated by a celebrity guest who's gone to the bathroom or backstage to present an award or whatever, because when the camera pans the room, you don't want to see a single empty seat. So the Grammys, the big controversy over was Ben Affleck pissed off that he had to go to his wife's work event. Why was he so miserable all night? Are he and J-Lo on the rocks? Blah, blah, blah. Well, if you're on TikTok, you may have seen that um, a girl who works as a seat filler and was working at the Grammys said, no, that's not what was happening at all. I sat next to Ben Affleck and J-Lo at the Grammys. They were all lovey-dovey and holding hands and like all into each other the whole night. J-Lo saw the Ben Affleck memes going viral on social, on her phone, showed them to Ben Affleck and told him, you need to make an effort to look friendlier, like you're having a good time. And, he, and right? he said, he said, I might, because Ben Affleck doesn't care. See, Ben Affleck is fine with being a meme. He doesn't yeah, care was... if you think he didn't have a good time at the Grammys. That was the wrong um, response to his wife, though, I think. I think sometimes you have to listen to your wife. Sometimes you have to listen to your husband because they've got your best interest, though. I think he should well, have tried this, to smile. He, he's an actor. He knows how to smile. 
This seat feller said that there was nothing but love and a good time at that table. Well, that's good. That, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So um, Ben Affleck does not owe me anything. That wasn't a Ben Affleck movie that I paid money to see a ticket to, you know, to see. Like, go ahead and do whatever, Ben. Like, I just don't, I don't agree that, that he owed me anything in that moment. You know, he has a little bit of a prickly personality. Uh, you know, part of it is what he's been through and all. What he should do now is go on The Tonight Show or go on with Kimmel and address it in a, in a funny, funny way. And, and say, I had indigestion. The food there was horrible. Or, or say, uh, I, I just had a... Uh, ingrown toenail and I was miserable something to get some laughs put a smile on your face and the whole thing is gone and everybody loves you and and the trolls in the internet look like idiots my favorite of all the tweets that came out during the Grammys was somebody who tweeted Jennifer Gardner home eating popcorn going girl he's all yours now (laughs) (laughs) right right but now we discover that that was not true you know that he wasn't miserable It's Bob and Sherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Lamar's Movie Review is brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Here we have the People's Movie Critic reviewing what may be one of the first really great scary movies of the year. A knock at the cabin. Hey, Lamar. Hey, listen, you can say whatever you want about M. Night Shyamalan. But you can't say he's afraid to take a chance or to go out on a limb to do it. If you want to be the best at something, you have to be willing to fail. If you go snow skiing and you never fall down, then you ain't skiing as fast as you can go. I used to tell my kids, Alex and Gabriel, when they were running cross country, if you're not throwing up when you cross that finish line, then you're not giving it everything you got. I need to see you puking your guts out. Let's come on. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's you good parenting. Get That's good and parenting. Yeah. I, I got. I got to be honest. M. Knight has thrown up quite a bunch, but making dogs like Lady in the Water, The Happening, uh, After Earth. That allowed him to make signs and unbreakable and a sixth sense. So I had no idea what to expect because you never know. Now, it opens up with this adorable little girl named Wynn who's played by Kristen Key. It's like Key. You can't even. Her last name is C-U-I and there's no way to pronounce it. But (laughs) it's cute. 
You got to be you got to be Chinese. I don't know. But catching she's catching grasshoppers in the woods and she's minding her own business when she's approached by this monstrously huge man covered with tattoos and his name is Leonard and he's played by Dave Bautista who is probably known best for his role as Drax in the Guardian of the Galaxy movies. And Leonard comes across as a gentle giant that speaks ever so softly to Wynn as he helps her catch grasshoppers. And he says that they're going to become friends. And soon, she and her two dads are going to have to make a very important decision. And then when three more people come out of the woods carrying homemade medieval weapons, Wynn makes the logical decision to make a run for the VRBO, from which the family is never, ever getting back their security deposit. That deposit is gone. They can't get it back. Once the four strangers are in the house and Wynn's dads, Eric and Andrew, who are played by Jonathan Groff and Ben Aldridge, they're tied up, we discover what the plan is. Leonard thoughtfully and carefully explains that the four of them who had never met and were from different areas of the country had the same vision. And it was about the end of the world and humanity as we know it. And the only way to stop it is for Eric, Andrew, and Wynn to choose to sacrifice one of themselves. Now, the question for the family and for the audience is, are these four strangers delusional lunatics suffering from the same self-imposed vision? Or is what they are saying the absolute truth and stopping the apocalypse is completely up to this family? The thing about this movie is, you can make a case for each side, and your opinion will change multiple times as you set through this movie. The movie is an hour and 40 minutes. It's rated R for language and violence. And, you know, no matter what you think of the movie, you're going to have to come away thinking Dave Bautista can really act. He plays Leonard as a sweet and caring man that literally has the weight of the world squarely on his shoulders. And the quaver in his voice and the pain in his eyes is saying, I know you don't believe me. I wouldn't believe me. And even if you do believe me, I'm asking you to do the impossible and I'm so, so sorry. And at that point, he becomes so believable. Uh, we've got a clip that will give you some idea what I'm talking about. You have to understand that we cannot and will not choose who is to be sacrificed for you. And just as importantly, we cannot act for you. You cannot kill yourselves. We're not choosing anyone. We're not sacrificing anyone. Not now. Not ever. Even if it means the death of everyone else in the world. Yes. Even if I believe the world was at stake, which I don't, that's what it means. I would watch the world die a hundred times over before having a crushed waste of time. They're never going to choose to do this. And I don't blame them. This is one terrifying concept for a movie. <laughs> it is very, very. Listen, listen, listen. Every tense. person in here is great. The acting is top rate. The camera work's amazing. This is another completely different movie from what Shyamalan has done before. And there's no doubt he was screaming Ralph into the porcelain phone after making it. But the big question is <laughs> are you going to be one of the ones that love it or one of the ones that hates it? You'll have to see it to know for sure. Me personally, I really, really liked it. My score was four Budweiser's. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. He, he really, he's really one of those directors that has gone beyond just being a director and become a brand 
and a celebrity. You know, and, and you have not to go that, see his movies because you don't yeah, know. It's either going to suck or it's going to be fantastic. You know, right. Right, that's exactly. I, I right. trust you, and you don't even like this kind of movie. And the no. idea of, of Dave Batista popping by and demanding a human sacrifice—I can't think of anything you'd enjoy less. And yet, you I, gave it four buds. That he, tells he me it's awesome. a good one. He, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. All right, all right, sit tight. We have more with the People's Movie Critic. It's Bob and Sherry. It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast, Oddcast on the free Bob and Sherry app. If you listen to this show for a minute, you know what animal lovers we are. I mean, Max is going through it with his schnauzer mojo who had to have surgery. Bob's going through it with Kiki, who's elderly and now has to have her litter box in the living room in front of the fireplace as God intended. (laughs) I've got Sam Nash, who's blind, deaf, and demented. Man, we just love our pets. And the People's Movie Critic, who technically should be in the clear because his dog Darby is so young. Back to the vet clinic with you, huh, Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. If anybody's been following this saga, when she was about nine months old, she swallowed three socks belonging to whom will not be named. I don't know who it is, but we're still hunting. But anyway, (laughs) she swallowed three socks. She had to have this humongous surgery. So she got over that. Okay. So about six or seven months ago, she starts throwing up and things are not looking good. So we take them to our vet and we go in there and they go, Oh, there's something in there. There's something in there. You, you got to go to the surgery center. So I mm-hmm. scoop her up, you know, and I would have ran on my bare feet up by 85, but I did have a car. So I drove her over to the place. And so we go in and I give her to the guy. And so he, he, he checks out, he comes back in, he goes, no, nothing. That's what he mean. He said, good news. There's nothing in there. I said, well, how much is this going to cost me for you to tell me this? He said, $550. I said, Whoa. okay. I said, so I go to my vet, or let me say my ex-vet, and they charged me $150 to tell me I've got to rush her over here to you, and then you charged me $550 to tell me they were wrong. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's about it. I said, okay, okay, no big deal. Woo. So a couple of days ago, Carla calls in a panic. She says, Darby has thrown up seven times and she has had dry heaves three more times. And she said, we got to do something. So <sighs> I go home, I get her, I go back over to the uh, surgery center. Cause I'm skipping to people that didn't know, you know, I, I, I'm going to save myself yeah. 150 anyway. So I go over to the place and I go and I'm sitting there. And so the doctor comes in, he goes, well, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I said, That's a bad sign that you yeah. recognize me. I said, well, you know, so I told him what the situation was. And he said, well, you're not wrong here. He said, this is something we need to check on because could be a lot of different things. So I leave him uh, with her. And so I got to get back to work. So Carla gets through doing what she was doing. She, we swap. So I leave. And so Carla calls me. She said, they got to do the x-ray didn't show anything. They can't tell. Got to do an ultrasound. So they go in and do the ultrasound, and that didn't show anything. So now we got to do an endoscopy where they go down with the thing oh. down the throat. And if they find something, they might can pull it out, okay? Well, turns out while they're down there with the camera, it's nothing, okay? It's nothing. It's food, so it's not. It's nothing. 
But now they find two ulcers. So now, the, how, why she's got ulcers? She got nothing to worry about. She don't eat nothing but the same dog food I, every yeah, day. And she's young. Yeah. So she's that, young. She gets a massage every morning when she crumbles yeah. up in the bed. I mean, she's living the right. life. And she's got yeah. two ulcers. And so they give us they give us all this medicine. They give us all. I should have ulcers. Why don't I have ulcers? Yeah. I should be dying. So they give her all this medicine and stuff, and he goes, and Carla says, well, how will we know if this clears this up? He says, well, you could come back over for another endoscopy. She said, and how much would that be? He said, $2,000. I said, we're going to play this by ear. We're believing in this medicine because we're not doing this again. What's what's the bottom line? And I know you know what it is. What's the bottom line for no, no, all no, no, of no. that? Once once the second phone call and we're done past the three thousand dollar mark, I told Carl, I said, Don't tell me anymore. Smart I said, because man. honestly, it is not about money. I, there's nothing, there's not nothing I wouldn't do to save this dog. I mean, there's no doubt. Right. So right. just don't even tell me. Don't even tell me. I said, both of us don't need to be depressed. You be depressed. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm just you know going to know everything's good. You know what's so great about this? Um, I can promise you, and I know I know Carla, and I know how much she loves you. Lamar, if Lamar had ulcers, <laughs> any talk of it would get old so fast that it would be forbidden. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But I can, I can almost guarantee, tell me if I'm wrong, Lamar, I can almost guarantee that Darby's ulcers are the only things that we are talking about or will talk about TFN. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's that's our topic. That's our topic. of. <laughs> here, yeah. here is the difference in my life, because I've spent hundreds on animals, too. When I was 11 years old, I had an ingrown toenail in my big toe, and my mother took me to the doctor, and he said, well, we can, uh, we can cut it out. Or we can uh, give him some uh, Novocaine first so he doesn't feel anything. How much is the Novocaine? And I think the Novocaine was like $10 or something like that. And and she said, I think he'll be all right without it. <laughs> the pain that I went through, I can still remember to this. I have, I, I see a podiatrist office and I start sweating. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. And you spent about four Gs on the dog. What are we doing wrong? All I know is, all I know is, is that Carla's going to be like, if he brings up that ulcer of his one more time, I'm leaving. It's true. (laughs) Meanwhile, the dog, did did you just see the dog move? Is it pain? Do we need to take her in for an endoscopy? It's so true. And they know it. And they know it. Oh, All right. Yeah, good luck. Hey, listen, our pray- prayers and thoughts with your dog. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Four you. Four buds for a knock at the cabin. Lamar loved it. We've got comedian Kathy Ladman next. It's Bob and Sherry. Everyone Needs a Laugh is brought to you by HelloFresh. Use code Bob and Sherry 22 at HelloFresh.com slash Bob and Sherry 22. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. It's time for Everyone Needs a Laugh. And here is a legendary comic back on the scene, Kathy Ladman. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I guess you noticed that I have gray hair. Yes, and uh, I like it. I really love it. It's very low maintenance. Plus, I've noticed that I get a lot more looks from guys now that my hair is gray. Yes. 
And I think I know why. I think it's because they think I can't get pregnant. <laughs> Guys like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not afraid to tell you how old I am, but I'm gonna give you a clue. Um, I actually said this to my friends. I was at my friend's apartment and I actually said to her out loud, boy, that's a nice pill caddy. <laughs> that's how old I am, yes. I had to get a new pill caddy recently because my doctor gave me a new prescription and I'm on so much medication that I couldn't jam one more pill into the compartment. <laughs> so I had to go to CVS to the pill caddies and prosthetics aisle. And I don't know if you've shopped for this, but there's a whole hierarchy of pill caddies. You start with your entry-level pill caddy. It's the single compartment pill caddy. Then you move into the AM, PM pill caddy. <laughs> then the AM, noon, evening pill caddy. Then the AM, noon, evening, bedtime pill caddy. <laughs> then basically you have to hire a caddy to hand you your pills all day. You have to and die. Okay. Okay. All right. Here's how old I am, really. Here's how old I am. Uh, I was walking my dog, and we're at the end of the block, and there was this kid about 11 years old, and he's riding his skateboard, and he's talking to his friend on his speakerphone. And he says to his friend, I'm on the corner of 18th and Oak. And I hear his friend say through the phone to him, are you near that old lady with the dog? <laughs> and I said, I'm not an old lady. I'm not an old lady. Nobody's listening to me, by the way. I'm just screaming, I'm not an old lady. <laughs> thereby proving I'm an old lady. <laughs> and I, I get these old people coupons now. I got a coupon recently for Ash Burial at Sea. <laughs> a coupon. It said Ash Burial at Sea, $595. And on the bottom, in smaller print, it said, reduce the high cost of dying. <laughs> Gee, uh, I'd like to die, but it's just so expensive. <laughs> If there was a sale on dying, I'd be dead right now. So I have a daughter. She's 19, very interesting age. She hates me, so she's right on track developmentally. <laughs> the only thing she likes to do with me is go to Costco. And I love Costco. A lot of people love Costco. But I've realized that at this, sta at this stage in my life, it doesn't even make sense for me to go there because there's nothing I can buy there that I'll live to finish. <laughs> I can't use that many Q-tips. Every time I'm there with my daughter and we're leaving, I always point to the cart and I look at her and I say, someday this will all be yours. <laughs> this is my legacy. Yes, I've been on the planet for a while, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I remember this song that I learned in the third grade. You'll probably know this from the East Coast. The Erie Canal, you know this song? I'll, I'll, I'll sing it for you. I've got a mule and her name is Sal, 15 miles on the Erie Canal. She's a good old worker and a good old pal, 15 miles on the Erie Canal. She's hauled some barges in our day, filled with lumber, coal, and hay. And she knows every inch of the way from Albany to Buffalo. Now, wait, I have known that song since the third grade. It's been up here for 59 years. And that is why, when I go to the mall, I can't find my car. <laughs> I'm in the parking ramp, clicking my remote, hoping I hear something. All I hear is a guy one aisle over going, I've got a mule and a man to sell. He can't find his car either. Thank you.
you so much. I'm Kathy Wagner. That's an unusual set. I liked her. She was good. She is. She has influenced two generation comics. She's the queen. She's the legend. And we're posting her up right now at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com, where you can also find the People's Movie Critic if you missed him just a bit ago. It's Bob and Sherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, live. Live on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page. I don't love the fact that Netflix is cracking down on account sharing and password sharing. I let my kids use my Netflix to watch stuff while they're at school. And I feel like Netflix should step right off on that one. But here's how they're going to get you, everybody. How is Netflix going to enforce this password sharing thing? Well, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to make you log in over and over again to your home Wi-Fi. You're going to have to be using your home Wi-Fi slash trusted device a minimum of every 31 days. And they're going to be sending codes that you're going to have to input in. Now, this is going to work just fine if you're sharing it with your kids because they'll text you and go, Mom, Netflix just sent you a code and you'll give it to them and they'll plug it in and they'll still be able to watch. And this is going to happen every time a device outside your home Wi-Fi logs in to your Netflix. You're going to have to verify it because Netflix is like, we're losing money on y'all. But, you know, and I get it. There are a lot of people that abuse password sharing, but damn, Netflix... I I cannot be subscribing for me, Olivia, Russell, Zane, Karamia. The kids come home, watch it every once in a while. And you know, somebody will find a way, a workaround. But the days, you know, the Wild West days of getting Hulu and then sharing the password and everybody being able to watch it. Those days are behind us because now Netflix is on to us. And in case you're wondering, well, what about Disney Plus? What about Amazon? All of these companies are going to start doing this. Well, I don't the, know how you the feel main, about this, Bob. But the main I'm, issue, I'm the main issue for me is that if I have to go on and then input uh, periodically more information, I'm going to have a hard time because I'm going to, you know, miss where I put the Netflix uh, code and uh, passwords and and all of that, and it's just going to be a terrible thing. Why don't they just, you know, set up a program where you pay a little bit more, but you know. Two of your kids can use it someplace else. Wouldn't that be easier? Yeah, like, I, I, like they I think charge you I get an extra Netflix. five bucks a month. Yeah, Come on. yeah, do something like that. But I get Netflix issue. I mean, that's their business. It's expensive to make movies. Take a look at, at the end of a movie. There's like 900 people who worked on the movie. So it does cost a lot of money. So, you know, I get both sides of the coin here. Just just charge <sighs> a little bit more. Have a separate program for uh, your kids who are not with you. Remember how everybody thought, like, oh, I'm just going to cut the cable and save money and get get a streaming service. <laughs> and yeah. then before you knew it, you had about eight streaming services and you were paying more than that cable. And, and it's, it's hard Bob to get away from one of them. It's hard to, oh, to jump them. So yeah. hard. So hard. It's Bob and Sherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. 
Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to BobandSherry.com. We have the most interesting people who listen to the Bob and Sherry show, and we would like to get you on with things that are going on in your life. You can call 844-52-SHERRY, S-H-E-R-I, or get the Bob and Sherry app. And we have a couple of folks we'd like to bring on right now. Hi, Bob and Sherry. This is Brenda. I'm from Tennessee. I'm on my way home, and I was listening to Bob talk about the egg that hit his windshield. When I was about 16, I had a Mach 1 Mustang. Loved my candy apple red Mark 1 Mustang. And my sister's ex-boyfriend, it was Halloween, went by me in his beautiful black truck and just buried my Mustang in eggs. So I go to the car wash and wash it off. And then I'm looking all over town for him. He doesn't show. Well, he's still in high school. My sister was two years younger than me. So the next day, I take my grandmother with me. She holds the carton. And I bury his truck in the parking lot of the school in eggs. He didn't find it till that night at football practice. Uh, He had to have a new paint job. (laughs) But can you imagine your grandmother helping you throw them? Uh, That was my life. Have a good day. Bye. You know, that's that's probably the one way that Shay Shay and I could have communicated. Because I think she would have ridden shotgun with me, uh, holding the eggs. Holy cow, you're talking about I, the cops showing up. I must say, that is the sort of thing my grandmom would do. And it's a terrible idea. Yeah, because that's like, idea. I know. That, that's illegal in all the kinds of ways. But, you know, that's some family solidarity. And the thing is, even if yeah, eggs were, yeah. were not so expensive right now, um, what, are you, what are you doing? First of all, wasting food. That's a sin. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing trashing somebody's stuff like that? Like, come on. Well, I mean, Go in on. their defense, they were answering, you know, the, the ex-boyfriend. Right, because he started the whole thing. That's what I was talking to him. I wasn't talking to yeah. Grandma. Oh, Brenda. I see. Okay. I was talking okay. to him. All right, we have another one. Well, you were just doing the thing about uh, why people don't follow up with their ideas. I worked in a place for 30 years, and I had a lot of ideas. Most of them were not worth much money. But one, I did have some that were worth lots of money. And the department heads get a bonus if they had an idea that was worth money. And our department head would take the credit of money-making ideas. And that's what discouraged me from turning in my ideas after that. And uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Whatever idea he has, I'm for. I just want to go on record as... uh saying that you know what? i know what he's that man right, is though. talking about he is right. right yeah i had i had that experience myself years and years ago before i met you i came up with an idea of having our listeners this is when i did a show solo 
having our listeners give ideas of what could be uh, an improvement in, uh, in the town. And people uh, wrote to me and they also called up and I went to city council. City council let me stand up and I brought the ideas of my listeners. When the program director heard about it because it, it got coverage in the newspaper, he took credit for it with the uh, general manager. And so I know what that man's feeling. That ticked me off. Hey, nobody knows it better than Max's dad. Yeah, he, he had developed Yeah, he developed uh, something for long-distance switching for AT&T way, way back. And yeah. um, he got paid nothing extra but got written up in the AT&T newsletter that was sent out nationwide. So there's that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all we need as employees is just a that's little recognition. <laughs> yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't care about that money. We now, just want a little recognition at a pizza party. Yep. That's all now, we're looking for. Yeah, and a pizza party. That my father yep. has been drawing a pension from AT&T for 40 years. So um, I know it's not as good as what he would have made on that, but I think he's getting them back he got a something. little bit. Oh, yeah, he listen, got he got the last laugh. Right. <laughs> he got the last laugh for sure from AT&T. Wow. Well, I think it's very true that um, employees who have big ideas like that and then they don't even get the credit, much less the money. I That's know, demotivating. That's I'm with my yeah, man totally. who called. He did not give Me us too. his name. Right. But I'm, sir, sir, I am 110% with you. Do you know what I love Coming about up, him? Coming he, up. He admitted that not all his ideas were good. So Right. He was honest. Yeah. yeah. That's how you yeah. know he's sane. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, um, exactly. All right. Coming up, um, how, did we, how did we get Valentine's Day? It's probably not how you think. And why do we associate love and love birds? Birds and why do we call each other my love bird? Why do we do that? Again, not what you think. Happy Love Month. Straight ahead, Bob and Cherry. Bring whatever you drink and celebrate happy hour. Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Live. Live on the Bob and Cherry Facebook page. Hey, if there's a family that you know of, maybe your neighborhood or your church, co-worker, even a relative, and they're having a real time right now filling the fridge, because grocery prices are insane. We want to help, and we're going to keep everything anonymous because ain't nobody's business but yours. So just jump on our website at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Let us know who needs a little bit of help. We've partnered up with our friends at HelloFresh. They've got a $112 gift certificate. We've got another $100 on Visa that we're going to throw at it. Take a little bit of a bite out of the grocery bill for a week. So help that family. Nominate them right now at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. So February is Love Month here at the Bob and Sherry Show. And I read, because these articles are all over the place, I read the uh, top things that make a perfect uh, marriage or relationship. So I'm going to just bust right through them and say there's one they missed. And I'm going to tell you an experience I had. And what I think should be added to this list, and you tell me whether I'm right that it should be added to the list, or I'm a pathetic uh, fool. Okay, oh, I, I'm not those sure. Those are my which two one choices. Okay, those are your you're two right, choices. or you're a pathetic fool, or I'm okay. pathetic. Yeah. So the things <laughs> that in this article, accepting each other's faults, trust, honesty, respecting each other, supporting each other, being able to say I'm sorry, being kind to each other, saying I love you, quality time together. Give and take on both sides, compromising, loyalty, blah, blah, blah. So here's the one that I, that I think is, uh, is missing on all these lists that I see. Uh, the backstory on this is Kiki uh, has been uh, not well. 
and we took her to the uh, vet and we had some blood work done, which cost me right around the same amount of money that I paid for the first semester at Roger Williams College. And we discovered that, yeah, I mean, she's, she's got some liver issues. And the vet said, I don't think that she's going to make it through the week. And we went, she said she may, and she may rally, but uh, I I just don't know. She has been crying and uh, meowing and uh, caterwauling day and night. And I'm talking about, you know, four o'clock in the morning. And so for some reason, she would go into our shower after I've, you know, showered and she'd lick up some water. And I noticed that. So I kept putting out more and more water, but still with the caterwauling. Mary went away because a friend was having a uh, divorce party. I, I, I sometimes just don't get you all. But anyway, she was invited and she went away and stayed with her friend for a couple of days. While she was away, I decided to try to figure this out because Kiki was was crying all day long. And I went, you know, a long time ago, we had this little fountain that was in the bathroom. And Mary threw it out because she said, I don't think she's drinking out of it. And it makes too much noise. And you're not changing the water. Because anything to do with an animal is, is, is on me. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go to PetSmart. And I went over to PetSmart. And I bought one of these little fountains. And you put in about a gallon of water. And it slowly gurgles up and comes out of four little areas where there's always live fresh water and the cat and I change it uh, every other day and all of a sudden at night she was quiet and she let me sleep through the night I went oh my goodness did I get lucky all during the day she'd take her cat naps she'd go get and I saw her drinking this water I saw her several times the next day once again I sleep through the night And she just needed some, she wanted or needed some more fresh water. So Mary came home and I said, hey, there's good news. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, "Um, Kiki has not cried in two days, but she was crying like crazy. Oh, Bob, it's because I went away, right? All of a sudden you had to handle it because, uh, you know, she went crazy just because it's just. And I said, no, I'm not saying one thing or another, but I got this, I got this fountain. And she said, you know, that's not going to work. It's just, we tried it. It's not going to work. I said, it is working. Two days later, she realizes that we've slept through the night and all day long, Kiki seems more comfortable and she's drinking the water. So what is the thing that I should like to see added to things that make up the perfect marriage? If somebody comes up with an idea, do what my wife did after a couple of days. She went to me, And she said, you know, you were right. That has been the difference. I don't know if she's getting better. I don't know what her long-term situation is, but you figured it out and you made it better. I have to tell you, that meant more to me than just about anything. And I love hearing, I love you, and I get it from Mary. I love the support I get and everything. But to know that I pulled something off I figured something out, and it made her, the, the, the cat's life and our life better. That meant a lot. So I ask you, should that be added to the uh, list of things in the perfect marriage, or am I pathetic? Um, I, I don't think you're pathetic. 
and I, I think that what you're saying is a um, just sincere appreciation for a job well done. Yeah, yeah. right. Not not just taken pathetic. for not just taken for granted. I mean that I came back to her and I said, I can't tell you how much that means to me to to hear you say that. And and did I mean, she I got say, a great, "Oh my God, Bob, you're pathetic." No, but she, I think she was thinking. <laughs> she was thinking it because I know her. I think she was thinking it. So anyway, I'm glad I did that, and I'm glad Kiki feels a little bit better. He's having a good life. And I'm glad. I'm just going to say it. I'm glad I was appreciated. It's Bob and Sherry. Can you believe this? Is brought to you by State Farm. You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I believe this. Shit. I can't believe what I learned last night and how I never knew this my whole entire life. Valentine's Day is four days away. So, like, have you ever thought to yourself, why do we have Valentine's Day? And then your first answer is, well, isn't there a St. Valentine? Well, yeah, but there's like a St. Monica and a St. Bernadette and a St. Aloysius and a St. Lucas. We don't have holidays for them, right? So having a saint is not enough of a reason to have Valentine's Day. I found out not only how we got Valentine's Day, but why we call people lovebirds. Do you know the answer hmm. to that one? No. Well, it probably uh, was based on somebody had a couple of pet birds. You know, I think there are lovebirds. Nope. I think they're called. There's not. They're not called. There's no bird. There, there, there are, are, there there are, are lovebirds. Yes. But that's not yeah. why people. That's not why we're like, oh, you two lovebirds. We have Valentine's Day and lovebirds. Because way back when, in 1382, a dude wrote a poem called Parliament of Fowls, F-O-W-L-S. He wrote a poem about birds. And um, the reason that you don't know this poem is because the poet is Geoffrey Chaucer. And in 10th grade, you had (laughs) to read some Chaucer. And it was Mm -hmm. baffling and incomprehensible, and you prayed for your own death. Okay? Remember that? All right. (laughs) Yeah. He's famous for it. The poor guy and the brilliant writer. Tenth graders everywhere are like, oh, my God, Chaucer, (laughs) no. I'll I'll die or drop out of school. I can't. So in, in the poem Parliament of Fowls, which he wrote to celebrate the anniversary of the engagement of King Richard II to Anne of Bohemia, because apparently back then, if you were an artist or a painter or a sculptor or whatever, Every time the king had a moment to celebrate, you best be creating something to give to his majesty, right? So he mm-hmm. writes this poem called Parliament of Fowls. And I'm not going to read it to you in Chaucer's English because what the heck would that even mean? But basically, it opens up with, For this was on St. Valentine's Day when every bird there came to choose his mate. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how in springtime... The birds begin singing and pairing off and nesting and having eggs, laying eggs. And he was way into it. And so he created in his poem this whole sort of metaphor of finding your forever love in the form of birds singing to each other and finding each other. Oh, that's beautiful. He shouted out St. Valentine, who nobody had thought much of in in the years since he'd been martyred, right? St. Valentine dusted himself off and was like, oh, this beat's being filled with arrows. And it became a thing that we celebrate to this day. And that's why we, you know, 
love birds. Oh, birds mate for life. There's even like a famous old American songbook song. Birds do it. Bees do it. You know that? Yeah, All right, of that exactly. comes from that. That's where it all started. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. How, uh, the lovebird thing. How is that the connection once again? If Chaucer wrote it, how's that the, the connection the poem, to St. Valentine? The poem is called Parliament of Fowls, and it's all uh-huh. about birds finding each other and choosing a mate for life in the springtime, which right. I grant you February 14th is a little bit early, and especially in England. I don't know what Chaucer was on, but he shouts out, Saint, he calls the day that the bird finds its love St. Valentine's Day. He just made that up. Just randomly? Just randomly? I mean... Yeah. I can barely wow. understand what he wrote, Bob. Understanding his I mind no, is I way it. past I get me. it. But that's so interesting that it was just a random choice of a saint. Did you ever notice there's no Saint Day? Bobby? There's there's not one Saint Bobby. They have all these I other saints. Think, I don't even think we have a Saint Robert, do we? I don't think so. Uh, I think no. there is. I don't think so. Oh, there is? is? There? Yeah. Now, um, before Chaucer decided to write a poem about birds singing and finding their mates... There was this uh, Holy Roman Emperor um, named Frederick II. Now, um, the Pope thought he was the Antichrist. So he wasn't like super duper popular as an emperor, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. he was way into birds, especially falcons. Like he was just way into them and he was obsessed and he ended up writing one of the very first books ever published about birds. That's how Mm. fascinating with birds he was and he thought that the reason why birds chose this time of the year to find each other he Mm -hmm. said an even temperature meaning in the weather induces an abundance of blood and an excess of those two humors arouses a desire in both sexes to indulge in coitus resulting in reproduction why was that not brought up in the class when we were in uh, high school (laughs) Can I just tell you, that sounds like a Valentine written by Sheldon Cooper of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, some, sometimes the things that we take as like these sacred rituals and holidays yeah. and beliefs and all, mm-hmm. they came from a couple of guys, one of them who had a ton of enemies and was into birds, and the other one who had to come up with a poem to please the freaking king or off with right. his head. And as right. a result, every February 14th, we spend money on chocolate and flowers, and we feel sad if nobody gives us a valentine. It's kind of nutty when you think about it, isn't it? There were five St. Is... Roberts, by the way. There were five? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, what are they the patron saints of, Max? Burden. <laughs> burden. Um, financial they, burden. They, the patron saint of I financial I know who they burden. are. I don't know what the, they're the patron saint of. Well, that's what it is. All right. Um, well, very good. Happy Valentine's one Day. Was a now hermit. everybody. He, he never has went the, out. One was he, was a hermit? A, he was a hermit. He well, never yeah, went out. Because he, he just couldn't, t- he couldn't take it anymore. Who was a poet yeah. and a martyr. Right. Well, we've got the martyr down, Pat. How about the, <laughs> is there a third well, one? Well, the poet is, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm on the radio, so there's an updated version of it, kind of. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. All right, well, so, happy, uh, happy Valentine's Day. And think yeah. about that when you're yeah. shopping this weekend for a Valentine's Day card for your true love. Think about how we got here. One kind of hateful emperor obsessed with birds and a poet desperate to cough something up for a king. 
Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. I read this article, the top childlike behaviors that we just can't give up and see if you agree. I'm just going to spin right through them. Popping bubble wrap. Guilty. Love it. Trampling through snow. Love that too. Sticking fingers in cake mix and licking the bowl. Mm, Not so much. Kicking piles of leaves. Going on a swing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Building a snowman. I haven't done that in a while. Uh, Touching wet paint. It's almost impossible not to do that. Um, Running away from the sea at the beach. Um, Going to bed with a toy. Well, it's... Well... Let's just move. Let's move along. Huh? Um, let's see. Oh. Blowing on a blade of grass. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, jumping out and startling people. My wife still does that. Uh, blowing bubbles with chewing gum. You know, I have never been able to do that. I have never conquered the art of blowing a bubble with bubble gum. Can you do oh, it? My condolences to your bride. <laughs> what do you mean you can't blow a Take bubble? Take that back. Take that back. What do you mean you can't blow a bubble? I can't. You stretch the gum out life. over your tongue, tongue, and then you retract your tongue and blow. Yeah, I've never been able to While do that. While pursing your lips. No, I don't know why. I cannot do that. Uh, let's see what else. Not eating the crusts. Uh, no, I, I eat the crust too. Uh, pretending to walk downstairs to the cellar when you're stood behind. What is this? When oh, like when you behind. pretend you're walking downstairs, oh. but you just kind of oh, crouch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done that. Remember at the old studio, we had that great big window, and every once in a while, somebody would pretend that they were rowing a boat and then going down. Yeah, that was good the first 40 times, wasn't it? Uh, Doing handstands and cartwheels or snow angels. Uh, Maybe the snow angels. Uh, Shouting, shotgun! And running for the uh, right seat in the car. Haven't done that in a while. Because I always drive. I always drive. My my wife is beautiful and smart and talented and much better than me, but she drives like a maniac. So uh, those are things that a lot of us still keep doing, and I I think it's good. I think it's good to be uh, childlike sometimes. It's Bob and Cherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. We want to send you and your bestie to Florida, and here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com, post a photo of you and your buddy. Now, this can be your best friend since childhood. Maybe you're one of these people who's like, my best friend is my husband. That's fine. No judgment here. Could be your mom. We don't care. We're going to send you to the Don Cesar. We're going to send you to dinner on a yacht starship cruise, hook you up with tickets to the Clearwater Aquarium and the Dolly Museum. Going to fly you there, hook you up with a rental car. It's you and your bestie having a little getaway at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. One of my girlfriends sent me a BuzzFeed link about things that are so expensive, people are not buying them anymore. And the first mm-hmm. thing on the list was DiGiorno's Pizza. DiGiorno's Pizzas used to be about 5 bucks. Now they're closer to $10. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but I know it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno, but are you de-kidding? 
It costs ten bucks for a frozen Giorno pizza. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had one. They're not bad. No, listen really? to me. Look, oh, the look on your face, just no, no, no. Now. There's no look on my face. Uh, I'm looking there, at your face and looking at the look a, on your face. There's a pizza that I found that's frozen. I think it's called American Flatbread. Is the company? It's American Flatbread, and uh, it's not a real pizza pizza, but it's at, because of the name. Uh, obviously, but it, it's good. It's very, very good. And it has fresh tomatoes on it, which I've come to embrace uh, later in my life, which I never used to eat, but I am eating now. So I'm not totally against frozen. I just, I asked if it was one of the good ones. It, it's so hit and miss with frozen foods or supermarket uh, pizzas. I got a supermarket pizza from the fancy store that we go to sometimes. And it was we, I got it for happy hour. Right after happy hour, I could throw it in the uh, in the oven, you know, four twenty five or whatever it is, and then it's uh, it's ready in eight minutes. So I got it. I took it out. Ton of cheese, handmade in the grocery store. So it's going to be a little bit better than frozen. And I cut it and it looked okay. And I put it. And my mouth was so scalded by the heat of that cheese that I could barely talk for a day or so. Have you ever had that experience where a, a real you just forget that it's like molten? To, it's like lava. Uh, yeah, it's, it yeah. is. Some of them are molten. I've You're never exactly had that happen right. with delivery pizza. I can tell you that. No, yeah, that's true. Know, <laughs> no one's ever gotten burned on one of those. Does the Giorno look? Is it the greatest? No, it is not the greatest pizza you've ever had. But it, you know what? For frozen pizza, it's not bad. We used to always, during the um, dance volleyball days, we always had a DiGiorno in the freezer because sometimes you'd roll in at 8.30 at night and you're like, crap, I have to feed these people something. I know. <laughs> I know. It, it is so true, isn't it? That sometimes you know you're not going to have, you're going to be so exhausted. You're just not going to make that salad and that, you know, whatever it is, salmon or steak or yeah, you're not make whatever it is. Any of that. Yeah. yeah. Here's another thing that was on that list. Um, potato chips are up to like a family size bag of Ruffles is five ninety nine in most places. Ooh, that that's, is pricey. That's pricey. I mean, I did get Kevin a bag of pickle flavored potato chips for his birthday, but that's I mean, it was a birthday gift. Ice cream. What a celebration. It, ice cream has gone up and is insane. Of course, everybody knows about butter and about eggs. Candy is way, way, way expensive. Um, and Little Debbie snack cakes, like it used to be, remember, you'd be walking past the Little Debbies at the grocery store, and you know Little Debbies, that's Satan in drag. Little Debbie calling to you, Little Debbie going, who wants a confetti cake? You know you do. Come on, hot mama. Come on. It's only a dollar a box. Eat me, eat me, eat me. Um, Little Debbie's up to like three, four bucks a box. What's I'm the reason sorry, for it? Are they are they blaming transportation, logistics? I, it, they just they're just it's inflation. I mean, I told you the other day I was at the grocery store and I'm standing in line at the checkout and I look over and a pack of cinnamon dentine was like two sixty nine, two dollars and sixty nine cents for a pack of gum. Um, I I know oh the supply chain oh the supply chain, really the dentine supply chain got choked up during COVID. I know. There were container ships filled with dentine. Two two sixty nine in a grocery in store. You know? Do you know what that yeah. would? You know what that would be over at the airport? That's probably about fourteen dollars for a pack. Well, of that's that's airport. why. 
before I got on my last flight, I looked at the gum and then I just bought yeah. an eight ball off some kid because it was cheaper. Yeah. And, you know, got me know. through the flight a little bit better. Exactly. This is exactly. ridiculous. Like $2.69 you know, for a pack of gum. Come on. Come on. The the airport stuff that you buy at the airport, and I don't care if it's a bad bagel or dentine gum or a pair of shoes, it's all such a screw job, isn't it? I mean, yeah, they, know were, you're, but you they know you're. They know you're duty there. free. They, it's duty. Oh well, it's duty free. Then oh, I'm getting a deal. But you're not. No, no. I'm just talking about you flying domestic, and you you want to get a pack of gum, right? It, it's like four dollars for a pack yeah. of gum, and and some walkaway sandwich is nine dollars because they got you. <laughs> a you bag of go. Cheez-Its, a bag of Cheez-Its, a bottle of uh, that Aquafina water, a bag of M&Ms, and a pack of gum is twenty-six dollars. Wow! At the airport, and that's not an exaggeration. You're not exaggerating. No. You just remember that. Yeah, that sounds right. I just. Yeah, it's twenty six dollars. Twenty six dollars. You could have three DiGiorno pizzas for that, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry want to whisk you and your bestie off for a Florida getaway. It could be a friend from grade school, high school, or even a sibling or mom or dad. You and your bestie could stay three nights at the Don Cesar, a luxury hotel located in St. Pete Beach. Known as the legendary Pink Palace, this beachfront resort is situated on the sugary white sands of the Gulf of Mexico and offers ocean views from every room. The price also includes admission to Clearwater Marine Aquarium, Florida's Marine Life Rescue Center, admission to the Dolly Museum to explore an unparalleled collection of art and digital experiences, and a one-of-a-kind upscale dining experience aboard Yacht Starship Cruises, America's first three-diamond-rated dining yacht, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. To enter, just go to bobandsherry.com, hit the contest tab, and submit a picture of you and your bestie. Because right now, Florida is exactly where you need to be. Get away to Florida from Visit Florida and Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry, go. I think because we were talking about Miley Cyrus's new song, Flowers, that's the only reason I can imagine that YouTube would have coughed up this little video for me. I hadn't seen it in a minute. But then I watched it and I was like, you know, I know that every family has their issues and Billy Ray Cyrus and his wife Tish are divorced and he's engaged to someone named Fire Rose, which... I can't help but feel that's going to end in mm. tears. I, I, I know it isn't. The, isn't I that mean, the first thing that comes to your mind? And mm. it's so unfair. But it, it's, you, well, you're, it's, you're trying to say, I, "I'll take the bet against." <laughs> well, it, it's just he and Tish were together for decades, and then they broke up. And a minute later, he was engaged to a person named Fire Rose. So again, I, I feel that it's destined to end in tears. But anyway, before <laughs> that unhappy day. The uh, whole Cyrus family, Billy Ray, Tish, Noah, Miley, Trace, and a couple of other random Cyruses that I do not did not know existed, um, did carpool karaoke. And how magical must it be to be in a family where everybody can sing and everybody has so much talent? You want to hear? It's short. You want to hear just a little bit of this? Oh, Hit yeah. It, Max. Oh, shit. A little louder, a little louder. Tell the world you never was my girl. You can burn my clothes when I'm gone. When I'm gone, and you can tell your friends just what a 
Because uh, Miley had like those goofy tooth redneck teeth thing in, so it was I'm yeah. sure it was kind of hard to hear. But the the, the yeah. female voice in there was her sister. The, the high Cyrus voice, the high harmony. Amazing. Oh, is that right? Wow. Noah what, is uh, such a talent. What is uh, Billy Ray's uh, ex-wife's name again? Tish. 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 Don't you know that uh, she's you know probably staying in contact? They have kids. Don't you know when she calls his cell phone for whatever reason, it's a kid's birthday or something like that? Don't you know, uh, sometime in the conversation, she says, uh, and how's Fire Rose? <laughs> I mean, just, just that there'll always be between the hows and the name. There'll always be that pause. How's <clears throat> Fire Rose? <laughs> I must confess that if my ex were engaged to a person named Fire Rose, I would have some fun with that. You'd have hey, to. Hey, um, listen, the uh, girls want to send a thank you note to Fire Rose for that lovely Christmas gift. Um, is it two words or is it Fire and Rose? And um, what's capitalized besides the F? In fire. Yeah. Like, I would yeah. drive him crazy with that stuff. Yeah. And then you could do, uh, if you were texting, can you imagine what a great emoji it would be? All you need is the fire, the fire and the rose. And the rose. How's <laughs> fire? And you know what's so sad here is that now we don't know this fire rose. We don't know she's fire rose. I bet delightful. she's wonderful. Yeah. She's, she's probably, probably delightful. delightful. She's a yeah. songwriter from Australia. She's probably oh, is that right? really talented. This is her. Yeah. This is Fire Rose. And it's Billy Ray singing a little backup. If I'm Tish. She's got a good voice. Yeah, she's Fire very Rose. talented. She's nice. It's it. not her Fire fault, Rose. any of this. She's in, but if she's you're Tish, you're business. like, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm sorry. We've been married for 27 years, and we have all these children, and we have a life together. And you just put a ring on Fire Rose, who you met a minute ago? Yeah, I think maybe, honey, you needed a fire hose. Just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this, song is fun. this song is kind of fun, though, isn't it? It I mean, is a fun song. He took all sorts of crap. Especially I haven't heard in a while. It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry Vault is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. Hi. I'm doing both. All right. First, I'm going to brag about what I did. I thought it was really neat. I went and had, I was telling, my husband and I have been together for 15 years, so I was telling some girlfriends that I wanted to do something really different this year. So they were saying that they were, they had all gone in and hired a photographer to do boudoir pictures for their husband. Right. So I was like, okay, that's, that's really different. That's cool. So I went and had them done. And they're, you know, really tasteful, not anything too crazy. And uh, Was that a male or a female photographer? 
as a female photographer. Right. What did you wear for your pictures? I went and bought like a lacy, you know, one of those things that are tight, boudoir type thing, like and uh, boots. And I had a couple different outfits, just lacy things. Lacy things and, and boots. boots. So wow. kind of a ooh. A little bit of a sassy, naughty thing you had going yeah, on. Yeah, like, a, you know, they were sexy, and, but not, you know, tragedy. Yeah. Okay. So, my friends and I, we had we made a big day of it. We went and had her hair all done and her makeup done and all that had these pictures taken. And the photographer had sent me one of the pictures just to see how they, if I liked them or not. Yeah. And I, on my iPhone, so I sent it to my husband. And he come home, he's like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's part of your Valentine's present. And he's like, uh, okay. So anyway, I get the, the rest of the pictures. I put them in a card and and with chocolates and stuff and give it to him. And he's looking through them. And he starts laughing at me hysterically. No, Sam, no. <laughs> Just like crying. He was laughing. So he's like, what am I, what am I supposed to do with these? Oh, oh. Where did I you? I'm your wife. <laughs> where did you bury his body, Sam? <laughs> he's very, very old-fashioned, and he just was like, you know. Afterwards, he's like, you know, they're beautiful or whatever. But he was just so shocked <laughs> that his Sam that 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 she had that in her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, I can't just. He's like, you know, and I was trying to tell him. You know, some of the other girls got together and we all did this. And, you know, for our husbands, but not the only one. And he's like, just that made him laugh. Even though he's like, oh, I can just see the guys getting together and do, getting pictures. And he just thought it was hilarious. You know who would appreciate those pictures? Todd, why don't you send them to him? <laughs> Sam, Sam's husband is a clear example of someone who should try tonight's special. I know. Because... <laughs> I know. Because not everything you think should be coming out of your mouth in words. No. He wasn't prepared for it. That's what it was. Think on your feet, Chief. I know. You hurt Sam's feelings. He was unable to think on his... You know, he's got a grad that he works in and stuff. And, you know, they like to have calendars of girls and stuff up. And, you know, I was like, you know, wouldn't you like pictures of your wife? He's like, well, you want me to put them in the garage? I was like, no. (laughs) I don't want you to put them in the garage, but... It's like, you, you just don't like oh, it. He, he just thought it was hilarious. You don't laugh till you cry and then say, what am I supposed to do with this? The garage yeah. is a garage in Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> we're in Canada. Oh, you're in Canada. All right. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, I guess, I guess yeah. we're all backwards. The, the men here are just... Uh, they're all men. They're all men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we only have a few seconds. Did he get you something nice, Sam? He did. He went and got me my favorite Aveda products for, for Valentine's Day. That's a nice card. Beautiful. That cost him a fortune. Good. Yeah. So we had to spend some money. Yeah, hey, that's next good. Valentine's Day, have some pictures taken of yourself in a toque running a chainsaw. <laughs> Firewood. <laughs> so these are some foods that are the most romantic foods. Um, oh. The first one is honey. The word honeymoon comes from the beverage mead, which was made from honey and fermented. So honey is a very romantic food and a natural mm-hmm. aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. Chocolate-covered strawberries. HelloBerries.com. Yeah. yeah. Because they are loaded with vitamin C and antioxidants. Right. Natural tooth whitener. Right. And so romantic and sexy to it share. It tastes so good. Chili peppers. You get enough chili peppers and all those endorphins will boost your energy. I heard that. 
And if you eat enough of them, your lips will puff up, make, making them more kissable. That sounds uncomfortable. The f- until that, really until the uncomfortable. heat wears off. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> pomegranates. Uh. The myth is that the first pomegranate tree was actually p- planted by the goddess of love herself, Aphrodite. Pomegranates boost your testosterone and your blood flow. Did you know that? I didn't no, know that. No. Fondue. I mean, it's good for your heart. I know that. Fondue because oh, you're... Oh, no. Oh, stop. You're eating with oh, your hands. Stop and with the fondue. Oozy and drippy and everything. Oh, oh, let me get some more breadsticks. Ooh, fondue. Oysters. So, um, here's the legend. Eating oysters is known to raise your testosterone production. I don't know by how, by mu- by how much, but... Um, the legendary lover Casanova, who everyone has heard the name, none of us really know anything about him. Mm-hmm. He he, according to legend, had fifty raw oysters for breakfast every single day. He was day. a librarian, I Whoa. think. Was by, he really? by profession? Was he really? You know, we're gonna have to investigate Casanova. Casanova. Because mm-hmm. um, ca- the, the name Casanova, it's the sort of thing like your grandparents would throw out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one, he thinks he's a Casanova. You don't I even know, know what it is. I know, You never hear it today, do you? Um, spaghetti. Partly because of the Lady and the Tramp thing. Right. But partly because, even though it's, it can be a little messy, you're slurping things and mm-hmm. sucking in noodles and mm-hmm. sending each other subconscious signals. Yeah, it's very oral. Unless you're married to our spouses and then you're getting a lecture about empty calories, <laughs> which is not an aphrodisiac. And finally, <laughs> caffeine. That caffeine. one, I, I didn't I didn't see that one. Why caffeine? What, what does it do? It makes you a little more alert, I it guess. It amps up your heart rate. It uh-huh. makes you more alert. It makes you more attentive, and it's going to keep you awake. Yeah. All right. Well, I can buy just about all of those. The thing with the oysters has always been interesting. If it's is, true. Is that where that came from? Casanova's legend? According to this, Spoon University, but who knows? Yeah. His, I've heard people say, we'll oh, invest. he's you having oysters. He's getting frisky. We'll put the I team on that. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. I take it you're not a big fan of Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bob and Sherry Books, Swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. This year, I think I'm going to try to be more like the British. You know, the British are famous for their cues, uh, standing in line. And they very patiently stand in line for whatever it is, a pack of gum, uh, a beer at the pub, or whatever it is. They don't make a big fuss. They're calm about it. And I want to be more calm. And I was inspired by this. Someone posted a shot of a packed airline. It looks like a 737. And there's one guy out of the entire plane that's standing up. And he has opened up the overhead luggage compartment and is reaching for a bag. And the headline is, Man shaves 1.7 seconds off two-hour flight by standing up as soon as plane lands. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? I And I was, I was, I'm bent over. I can't get totally, because I'm in by the window. I'm hunched over. And you know, I'm thinking about my... You know why? I, I've been in the plane two or three hours. 
How much longer is it going to be if I just sit there and wait for my row and then get my bag and leave? I have actually thought of just waiting for the whole damn plane to get off and then just very, you know, calmly walk away. You know what's really hard when you have the aisle seat and you don't immediately leap to your feet? The people sitting next to you become oh, yeah, like they want frantic and agitated. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, exactly. what is the why do I need to stand for the next eight minutes? You know, can we just but yeah. no, you better you better get up and you better be ready to make a mad dash for it. Or the people I'm not in the doing middle that of window seats. I'm not doing it anymore. And 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 uh, supermarkets that are understaffed right now, and you're, you know, there's five people in line to check out, and the the self checkout, there's nobody there to verify you're over 21 for uh, wine, so you got to stand in the line. To ch- I'm just going to I'm just going to take it easy, and I'm going to look at the magazines that cost uh, 19.95 to read about the history of the Golden Girls. And I'm just going to sit there and look at the magazine. And then the next time it'll be, you know, John Wayne, why we miss him. And I'll, you know, read that. It's always one of those. Or or I, I caught myself the last time I was there, um, Cottages to Love by the Sea. You know, not that many guys would, would look at that. But I said, you know, I'd like to see some of these cottages. But then there's a guy behind you and he's looking at another man reading Cottages to Love by the Sea. So I don't care anymore. I'm just going to be calm. Good. Do and, your own thing. You know, where am I going? Where Where am I going? Right? You're not in any hurry. And if you want to look right. at cottages by the sea, yeah. what do you care what anybody else thinks? Yeah, darn right. Yeah. Darn right. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bob and Sherry. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10.